Well, hello again, and welcome to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures Podcast. I'm Tom. As always, I'm with my gorgeous, super smart, <laughs> hardworking, oh, Disney at the holidays loving wife and co-host, Michelle. <laughs> Thank you, love. Hi, everybody. <laughs> so good to have you with us. We are recording this episode on Sunday, December 20th, 2020. We are flying through the holiday season. I know, and flying through 2020. Yes, thank goodness we're flying through 2020. <laughs> it seems like 2020 has been here forever, so it's so good that we're finally getting to the end of it and building up and ramping up to what we hope will be a much better 2021. Exactly. And if if it's not starting any different than 2020, we know we have the resilience and the power to plug through all these things. That That's happen. true. We've definitely <laughs> built up the resilience, the resistance, hopefully some resistance, <laughs> uh, and we can make it through 2021 and it'll be a much better year. I expect it's going to be a great year in 2021. We have a lot of stuff planned, mm -hmm. uh, both personally and for this podcast. And I'm glad that you're going to join us and, and come along with that uh, Hyperion Adventure with us. Yes, definitely. Definitely. So uh, thank you for joining us today. In the future, you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts. However, the very best place to find us is on our own website, HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com. And while you're there... Don't know if you've heard this before, but we have a weekly newsletter. You know, I really feel like we just don't talk about the newsletter enough. Like it's a <laughs> secret or something. I know. Like we're keeping it from everybody. You know, <laughs> of course, well, uh, please sign up for our newsletter. We have a lot of great stuff going on out there, mostly talking about what we have uh, coming up, uh, you know, what episodes we've done in the past. We asked for some input from uh, some of our listeners, including we got a lot of it today. from uh, Some from uh, our newsletter as well we also put out this week our you were the first to receive our final ballot for our hyperion adventures disney hall of fame uh if you haven't voted in for that yet i will put a link for that in our show notes but uh you know choosing all the categories whether it be the films the characters the attractions the music and of course one lucky voter is going to get a chance to win our little fun prize package yes and we've picked up a couple other things this week to add to that yeah. and uh yeah we appreciate everybody's participation and the other thing in the newsletter is sometimes we put little little gems that we don't necessarily share on the podcast very true and we, we also include the disney dishes blog we, mm -hmm. there's usually a recipe each week either a new one or a classic one for you to check out uh, at your own uh, perusal whenever you feel uh like you might want to cook something disney and fun yeah and you've had some really amazing things especially lately that you've put out that are great thank you very much and mm -hmm. the tasty stuff for sure uh as well as uh, on the uh on through the newsletter uh, we also appreciate it if you follow us on social media we like to have a lot of fun with a lot of friends and family and other hyperion adventures out there on social media and if you want to check us out there we're on twitter at hyperion podcast facebook instagram and pinterest at hyperion adventures podcast we also do have a youtube channel hopefully you're checking out some of these episodes on YouTube. I like that face for Michelle there. You'll get to see that face you made if you watch the YouTube channel. Uh, we add a lot of, you know, it's, yes, we listen. We, you, it's this, pretty much what you're getting here, but we add some pictures and stuff mm -hmm. to kind of uh, help tell the story of what we're talking about. So you're not just looking at me. I mean, Michelle, yes, you <laughs> nah. want to check her out. Me, you know, I want to see me so much. Oh, so. no, you're gorgeous. But yeah, I think you, uh, what the product that is put out on the YouTube is exceptional that you do great work and you do edit in a lot of supplemental uh, images and pictures that really help 
enhance and tell the story. Oh, I hope so. Hopefully people are enjoying those. And if you ever want to find us there, just do a search for Hyperion Adventures podcast. We'll come right up, hit subscribe, and you'll know whenever we have a new video. And if you ever want to contact us for any reason, hit us up at our Gmail account, Podcast at gmail.com. Right. And we, as you mentioned earlier, we've gotten some great responses in our, our, our mail our Gmail this week. And we want to really encourage people if you have any questions for us, any um, information that you think we you'd like to hear more about, please send us drop us a line mm, topic suggestions as well. We want to mm-hmm. know what you would like to hear us talk about if you uh, want to put, you know, some input in. Maybe you'd like to come on and guest on our show as mm-hmm. well. And we if you have something the topic that you want to discuss, we may bring you on, you know, but anyway, we just want to be more in contact with you as much as possible. So please hit us up in many of these various ways that we're right. talking here. Now, uh, back to today's show. We have lots of stuff for you today, including we now know the dates for a guest favorite springtime festival. Mm. We'll talk a little bit about that. And a little piece of classic Walt Disney World nighttime pageantry is Yay, set so to return. But let's get to our main topic of the week. Yeah, so with the hol- we're right in the middle of the holiday season, mm-hmm. and we thought, you know what, for this week's topic, we've kind of, yeah, as we mentioned last week, we were kind of vacillated on what this week's topic <laughs> was going to be. We had something on the calendar. We, we went through a couple of ideas and finally landed on this one, and that is, what do the holidays at Disney mean to us? And we have some great input from a lot of you out mm-hmm. there, a lot of our listeners, a lot of our friends out on social media. Right. And uh, we also want to talk about what we, um, you know, what we feel about this. We want this to be a full family and friend event because that's what the holidays are all about. Most definitely. That that summarizes it very nicely. Thank you very much. So uh, let's get to it. This shouldn't take very long, but this should be a lot of fun and some very interesting stuff that we might bring out. And so we always start whenever we do one of these things with <laughs> Michelle. One, because she's wonderful, awesome. Look at this. She uh, is, if you get to see the YouTube uh, video version of this, you get to check out her little Christmassy mini ears and her little Christmassy Mickey shirt that she has on right now. But uh, she's just awesome. Always has the bubbliest, <laughs> wonderfulest. Is that a word? I don't Most know. Most wonderful. Thank you. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> she just has the best of everything. Uh-huh. So let's hear from Michelle uh, what the holidays at Disney mean to her. Well, thank you, sweetie, first of all, for that introduction that's so kind. Um, so typically, even when uh, I lived in Florida, we wouldn't necessarily go to Disney on Christmas Day. Not to say that haven't, that hasn't ever happened, but that was not part of our tradition for Christmas mm-hmm. Day itself. Um, but definitely in the holiday time, so like pre-holidays, uh, definitely something that our family did uh, in the things I think that were most memorable to me were, were were things that I did with my mom. You know, like we would always do the candlelight processional. And even when I moved away from home, that was something that always we took time to do each year. And, um, you know, so I think that's what kind of started our holiday season was to, to have something like that 
that we would share together. Um, and I, you know, just to the geeky side of me, you know, <laughs> did a little research on the candlelight procession. Oh, that's interesting. And some of it, you know, uh, we discussed when we talked about our the 65th anniversary of Disneyland, uh-huh. because that is where the candlelight processional started. It's something that Walt actually introduced um, in 1958. And, uh, you know, and then it continued to go on and it spread to Walt Disney World. Um, Obviously, the Disney Parade was something that, again, Mm -hmm. started at Disneyland. And I don't want to replicate things that I've already talked about. So if you're very interested in some of those things, uh, it's in our our episode about the 65th anniversary of Disneyland. Um, But you can actually see some of that on Disney Plus and now with the Candlelight Processional Disney Parks blog has made that available Mm -hmm. through streaming. Um, So there there are ways to real really still connect with some of the things that this year we might not be able to personally experience, but that definitely has uh, important or or just warm feelings that that we've had in in the past at the actual parks. Nice. Yes. Thank you. Um, the other thing, obviously, uh, a lot of times we talk about is the Mickey's very Mer- Mickey's very merry Christmas party, mm-hmm. and uh, trying to do some research on that. I I'm not a hundred percent sure of this. So uh, you know, I usually like to put that out there if I if I haven't verified it through the most um, convincing resource. But it did seem like it started in the late 80s, I think 1988. And I do remember going to one of the earlier ones. It wasn't the first one. Um, And it wasn't quite as big as what it's become, which has really been a a really nice special ticketed event. Um, But it was still really cool to be going at night and seeing all the decorations and lighting that you you get to appreciate of the holidays at nighttime at the Disney parks, Um, you know, and then have a smaller amount of people in the parks to be able to enjoy the rides, et cetera. But uh, I know that each year Disney has really done a great job to up the game and make it much more fun, have more add-ons that you can really get to enjoy. Um, And so, again, just bringing warm feelings of the holidays in the things that we enjoy as family. And I and I guess the last thing about that um, is with Epcot, you know, and, and learning about all the other cultural mm-hmm. things. And we talked about that in a prior episode too, but how that enriched our family oh, sure. as well, you know, and, and taking some of the aspects of some of those other cultural traditions and saying, how can we incorporate that or better understand some of the things that, that we would enjoy over the holidays as well. Yeah. So, and, and then also going to the first, uh, jingle bell, <laughs> jingle bam. <laughs> uh, what was that again? <laughs> jingle bell, jingle bam. Yeah. <laughs> event at Disney Hollywood Studios. Uh, I got to experience that with your mom uh, and it was such a blast and just again it's just the memories mm-hmm. of the being together with family with friends mm-hmm. and really being able to to get much more enjoyment of the holiday seasons and taking the time to remember what the holiday season is about. Right. I think family and friends, such a big thing as far as Disney at the holidays and just the holidays in Mm -hmm. general. Um, It was a year ago right now. We were at Walt Disney World for the holidays. We were having a great time. I think we did. It was my first ever very Merry Christmas party that we Mm -hmm. did in the rain. (laughs) We were drenched, but we had such an amazing different time than we expected when we first booked it. But we had this fantastic, spectacular time and it was it was just so enjoyable. 
enjoyable. And some of the pictures are popping up around, you know, on you know some of the Facebook memories or right. whatever of that trip. And I have such fond memories of it. And it was the last time that we were at Walt Disney World before everything kind of oh, yeah. went weird in right. 2020. Right. So I'm uh, looking forward to whenever we can get to back and make our next trip back there. It won't be for the holidays this mm-hmm. year, but we'll still have a great time with oh, it. Oh, definitely. So. No. Great. What about Mich- you? Michelle always has the <laughs> best stuff. She even did research. Michelle always has the best research. You know that. So uh, it's great to hear from her. So oh, thank you. So here, so I'm going to go through and just, I'm just going to run this quickly through as mm-hmm. what the holidays at Disney mean to me. And so just please bear with me with this. Are you going to make me cry? I don't know. Am I making myself cry? All Who right. knows? You know me. I'm probably crying right now. <laughs> you can check the YouTube video and find out. Uh, the holidays at Disney mean the truly magical decorations you enjoy while strolling down Main Street, USA, with the sound of carols playing along the way. It means the chance to watch Queen Elsa illuminate Cinderella Castle. You know that's near and dear to my heart. <laughs> the holidays are hopping from resort to resort, park to park, and to get a picture of all the spectacularly decorated trees. Each and every one is so wonderful. It's the warmth that emanates from each and every one of the Disney cast members that make all of our visits so magical. The holidays mean gingerbread, so (laughs) much gingerbread, whether it's the houses that are erected at many of the resorts or purchasing a bag full. I mean, full. We purchased so much of it. Of the best gingerbread men we've ever had from the Disneyland bakeries. Mm -hmm. If you've never had them, you have to try them. Oh, they're the best. Dipped in chocolate, Mm -hmm. impartially. They're just so good. It's our favorite Disney characters dressed at their best, in their best holiday attire. Right. The holidays are the twinkle in our son Scott's eyes as he examines all the children of the world adorned in their festive (laughs) trinkets while listening to the carols as they are interspersed with the classic song as we travel through It's a Small World Holiday. It's also the thousands of twinkling lights that cover the outside of that same glorious Disneyland attraction and sitting out as dusk falls and watching those lights um, glow. Mm -hmm. It's it's so wonderful and something you should should definitely experience sometime if you never have. it's the holidays. Uh, the holidays mean the the wonderful seasonal overlays that pop up seemingly mm-hmm. overnight at many of the attractions, especially in Disneyland. But now even they're starting to get some at Walt Disney World right. as well. It's Jack Skellington taking over <laughs> uh, my favorite classic Disney attraction with festive and slightly scary decor <laughs> for the Haunted Mansion holiday. It's also turning the corner in that same attraction, getting that waft of ginger and cinnamon mm-hmm. at each year's Haunted Mansion holiday and, and checking out what new gingerbread house they've erected right. for that season. Uh, the holidays meet wonderful, tasty treats made especially for that time of year and the chance to sample so many of them. I mean... Probably too many of them, right? but we love sampling all those tasty treats. It means the holiday kitchens on both coasts for their respective mm-hmm. uh, festivals of the holidays. Yes, they, of course, they do one at Walt Disney World. They also do mm-hmm. one at the Disneyland Resort, usually a Disney California Adventure as well. The holidays at Disney mean exploring the many rich traditions of all the countries around World Showcase, right. as Michelle just discussed. Also, as she just discussed, it means attending the candlelight procession and listening to the retelling of the story of the first Christmas Christmas, the right. first Christmas, while choirs serenade us with holiday spirit. Right. Yes. The holidays at Disney's are reminders that uh, of all the times that we've spent there with family and friends mm-hmm. and being able to share all this wonderfulness that we've just discussed right. here. 
It also means staying at home right now and watching mm-hmm. uh, you know, all of our favorite uh, holiday movies mm-hmm. and specials, especially now uh, that we can check them out on Disney+. Plus. But most of all, the holidays at Disney mean my chance to take my sweetheart by the hand and explore all these things and more. Spending those wonderful minutes, hours, and days during our favorite time of the year mm-hmm. with my co-host, Aww. my best friend, Aww. my partner in Disney <laughs> shenanigans. <laughs> you did make me cry, dang you. <laughs> and the love of my life. Aww. It truly is the most wonderful time of the year. Aww. Well, thank you very much, sweetie. That's just too much. I, I don't want to touch my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Smear my makeup. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That was beautiful. You you definitely taught me. Definitely. Um, and you captured the essence so well. Uh, I, I think that you, you really covered so many of the even the simple things, like you're talking about the, the things that uh, touch our senses mm-hmm. of, you know, the smells of gingerbread and, you know, the different tastes that you can appreciate throughout the, the holiday season with Disney parks and Disney. And so um, in the lighting, right. and as you mentioned, how at dusk, how that just starts to illuminate and glow and, and bring that warmth to our to our memories and our senses. And I didn't even talk about things like going to Fort Wilderness and checking out the decorations right? that the people there that are camping or have brought their RVs or even with the cabins have set up around because they do that so well and it's that is such a wonderful experience as well. There are so many wonderful things oh, about yes. the holidays at Disney um, that uh, really I mean we could go on and on uh, about them all, but they all are special to us and it is truly uh, our favorite time of the year to go visit. Most definitely, and I'm glad you brought that up about the the campgrounds because that is really something that is again I know we've talked about this before but it is it is a sight to behold Mm -hmm. Uh, I I mean they people really rise to the occasion of of celebrating the holidays and sharing that with people Mm -hmm. you know and that's you know really great I know that we've been out there during that time of year together and really uh, were able to experience that together. I think we introduced it to your mom mm-hmm. a couple of years ago as well. And I mean, it's it's hard to describe, but it's it's just like going through like a winter wonderland where you have all, all these places decorated. And, but people do things like, you know, uh, they share things. So I, I, I may have said this before, but like at one of the houses or trailers, um, somebody had several different 3d glasses that you could put on to look at their lights and see different Little prism glasses right but, yeah. and to see different images of you know disney images in there um there was somebody else that had little dog treats that if you were walking around with your your dog you could actually take a treat and mm-hmm. and you know share the fun with with your pets as well so i, I mean it's just so incredible how how um fun that is yeah. It is something that kind of uh, most many, it's kind of a hidden gem that, mm-hmm. uh, you know, everybody knows about the, the regular Disney decorations right. or whatever. And, you know, let's let's face it, it's not, Fort Wilderness isn't the easiest place to get to. It's not right off the monorail right. or whatever. I mean, you, it's not that tough to get to, but it's also not something that's on most people's radars. But it is worth it. If you're there during the holiday season uh, and you have an evening free right. uh, to just, you know, 
take a boat over there and and, and go check it out and, yes. and walk through these areas and see what everybody sets up because it is amazing and they yeah. do such a wonderful job. I mean, they plan out. They do that is their yearly holiday, mm-hmm. or they right? Go out Vacation they, and yes, they bring every, all their gear out in their RVs or whatever or their cars mm-hmm. and they set it all up and it's just a lot of fun. So definitely check yeah. that out. So we did get some uh, listener input as yes. well on uh, many of uh, the things that you know what what Disney at the holidays mean to them and we got some wonderful stuff from a lot of people we want to get through them because these people are also our family and friends right um, they definitely deserve to be part of this episode for sure because the holidays are all about family and friends so I'm going to start with Nate and Serena the DVC duo definitely Mm -hmm. check out their blog great blog yes Uh, they sent us an email they're subscribers to the newsletter Uh, they (laughs) sent us an email and said hi Tom and Michelle we hope you're both doing well and enjoying the holiday season what does the holidays at Disney mean to us one word comes to mind, memories. Wonderful memories at that. Whether it's mm-hmm. memories of watching the parade on Christmas, of Christmas on TV or traveling mm-hmm. down to Disney World to experience it all, it's the memories that mean the most. Memories of the time spent together and with our families, from seeking out hidden Mickeys on gingerbread houses to the sound of the toy soldiers marching down Main Street. It's the memories that mean the most. The memories of how we reach... Uh, to these sights, sounds, and excuse me, not reached. The memories of how we reacted to these sights, sounds, and experiences. Let's just say the sheer childlike joy in our faces is un- is an understatement. It's always it always puts a giant smile on our faces just thinking about it. Happy holidays, Serena and Nate. So, wow, yeah, that's, that's awesome. That's, that's great. I'm stuff. getting very choked up here <laughs> I think memories memories uh, are right. a huge part of Disney in general but right. uh, definitely the holidays and definitely the holidays mm-hmm. of Disney uh, Adam at the Mouse and More podcast also hit us up on Twitter he's you can find him at the Mouse and More and he said the holidays at Disney mean perfect Christmas decor music lights mm-hmm. and even snow etc without the cold weather right. that is yes. a big deal isn't it yes although I've been out there and it's gotten a little chilly <laughs> at times it's, it's hit some pretty That's you know true. I mean I guess depends on where you are in the country you're like 40 degrees what's that <laughs> you know, it's, it's like 20 degrees right? here um, but you know when, when you're from a warmer climate the 40 degrees can be pretty chilly that's right so, uh, Keenan and Rachel from part of our world podcast also hit us up on Twitter you can find them at P-O-O-W podcast they said we have unfortunately never been to Disney for the holidays but it's a bucket list item that should hopefully change next year that's great news mm-hmm. and we're going to be possibly out in that area at the same time yeah Maybe I know we that's finally exciting get to meet up. I right. would hope so uh, they went on to say for us we do love giving Disney gifts for Christmas, like Disney PJs and Magic Bands. Nice. So that's a lot of fun. Yes. So I believe you have some more uh, input uh, from our listeners as well. I do, I do. So Lewis, uh, who responded to us on Twitter at Disney Pick a Day, said, Disney holidays means feeling cold in the 50s and 60s, even though I walked into the mailbox in the low 40s a while ago in short sleeve shirt. <laughs> And so many decorations, parades, and treats. It is funny how the, you know this is like the, the just a couple months of the year at, at in Florida where it actually gets a little chilly. <laughs> right, you know, right, right. December, January usually are those months. Exactly. Uh, Cassie also uh, can be found on Twitter at Disflix Tidbits. Said only spent the holidays at Disney once last year, in fact, at Disneyland, and it was just magical. The Snope, the Cars Land decorations, it's a small world in all its glory, the projections, and the many, many holiday-flavored churros. 
10 out of 10 would do it again. <laughs> Highly rated. 10 out of 10. Uh, yes, the Snope. I know. The, the snow that is really soaked. Soap. Don't taste it. Don't taste it. Whatever you do, don't put it on your tongue. Not like regular snow. Right? <laughs> exactly. Great. But it, it is amazing how realistic it looks. It does look great. No, I mean, they, as far as, you know, pulling it off and, you know, being able to use it in right. warmer climates within, you know, Florida and uh, within California, mm-hmm. you know, and let it stand out and, and, and show up, you know, it, it, it does work. Again, just... Right, exactly. (laughs) Uh, So Pat and Charles also responded. Uh, They can be found uh, at Conversations, or excuse me, they're from Conversations Podcast. They can be found at at Swations, S W A T I O N S. They said, We were blessed to be able to have both of our families at the candlelight procession at Epcot. A truly magical time and wonderful memories. The true spirit of the holidays for us. Yes, I completely agree. We both talked about the candlelight procession. Right, and right. Is, yeah, yeah. It, it, again, it, it's nice. And they even backed it up now to it starts, you know, more in November. So people who are going at Thanksgiving time can really also yeah. get started into the full-fledged holiday season. Really so. good stuff, for sure. Right. So Jacqueline, uh, who can be found at Twitter, uh, at Pixie Dust PhD said, that time post Thanksgiving, but pre Christmas, first and second week of December, feels like all of the DVC goes. Holiday cheers without the crowds, festive, fun, variable weather. <laughs> true. <laughs> and the rest of the time means huge crowds and anxiety. <laughs> it's very true. Uh, that is, it's, if, if you ever want to go and, and really get the holiday experience without the holiday crowds right. as much, those first couple of weeks in December is time when we go regularly uh, because that is a great time. But yes, if you go later in the year, like, you know, coming up here in the next few weeks, right, when it's right smack dab in the middle of the holidays. It's not your normal Disney trip. Right. Like you're not going to get a lot of attractions. You're not going to get a lot of the reservations. You know, I mean, obviously this year is a little different than most years, but um, it could be a lot. And the, and the prices are a lot higher for right, you know, right, things. sure. So, you know, so there, Kim, that that does that could bring some anxiety. That is that, true. That sure. is true. Yeah. Um, although we did discuss one time how to navigate through uh-huh. that because we were preparing ourselves for that as well. And the other interesting thing, you know, when you talk East Coast, West Coast, uh, on the West Coast at the first few weekends of the year, excuse me, of the month of December, um, not this year, but typically uh, that is a busy time because you have one annual pass holders going, but that's also where a lot of parties are held, Mm. like whether it's um, company parties or or family or friends having small groups of party. And so it, it can be busy on the weekends here at Disneyland during the first parts of December as well. Right. It's also the difference between like Walt Disney World being a kind of a more of a vacationers resort right. and Disneyland Resort being more of a locals resort. Exactly. So, yeah. so. So. Um, so Doug Stevenson, uh, who is on Facebook with us, uh, responded saying, escaping the everyday life and spending time with friends and family in a place where dreams come true around every corner of the parks. <laughs> <laughs> um, time stops there. And it really is different not spending this year at Disneyland for Christmas. Mm-hmm. We hear that. Mm-hmm. Um, Yule logs, peppermint beignets, coffees galore. Mm-hmm. Everything is especially magnificent at the holidays at Disney. For sure. Yeah. For sure. They, and we miss it very much uh, this year. So, so I totally get so it. Thank you, Doug. Yeah. Appreciate it. 
So I got a few more over here. Okay. Uh, this from the Monday Morning Monorail family. Mm-hmm. You can check out their podcast. They're great. Uh, Justin, Sam, uh, Garrett, and McKenna. Uh, you can find them on Twitter at Morning Monorail. They said, now that we live so close to Walt Disney World, the holidays at Disney are about creating new family traditions, spending precious times uh, with the ones we love, immersed in the festive lights, sounds, smells, and taste of the most magical place on earth. Mm-hmm. Merry Christmas, Tom and Michelle. Oh. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Um, really, really appreciate you. You know, you've been on our show this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been on your show, and uh, we really appreciate our friendship. So thank exactly. you so very much. Uh, Brian and Sam. I wrote Brain and Sam here. <laughs> Brian and Sam, the DCL duo, are on Twitter at DCL duo said, uh, "The holidays at Disney they mean togetherness and magic." I used to go with my family when I was a kid, and we're starting that tradition with our son now that we're DVC owners. Yay, welcome home. Congrats. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Welcome home. Uh, Tony, the Disney dad, also hit us up on Twitter. You can find him at Disney underscore, underscore, easy for me to say. Yeah. At Dis, wait, I think he even said that one time. It's like, I'm going to change my Twitter name to at Disney, easy for me to say, (laughs) (laughs) underscore discuss. (laughs) At Disney underscore discuss. Uh, The holidays at Disney World are truly magical. It sounds cliche, but it's true. From the smells to the Mm -hmm. sounds to the sights and the food, you can feel the magic of Disney and Christmas together. It's the best time of the year to go. Oh, so Thank you, Tony. Hope you're doing well, you and Sparrow and Stitch and the whole family. So uh, Sabra hit us up on Twitter. You can find her at Sabra22. It means watching my eyes light up, looking at all the lights. It's a feeling of a child. Seeing Santa for the first time, I feel looking down Main Street, home for the holidays. Hopefully next Christmas, it'll be better. Agreed. Yes. You know, I mean, it's been a tough year. I mean, luckily, some people have been able to go out and experience mm-hmm. a little bit of the holidays in a different way at right. the Walt Disney World Resort. But hopefully, um, we can regroup next year and we can all get back to those same holiday traditions at the parks that we love. That's you know? right. Yeah. Yes. Can't so, wait. Uh, theme, park Rob, theme Park Rob also hit us up on Twitter. You can find him at Theme Park Rob. He said, to us, Disney is magic. It's the sights, sounds, and smells. The holidays just seal the deal for ultimate Disney magic. So, very cool. Thank yes. you, Rob. Appreciate that. Uh, Brandon and Catherine from the Detour to Neverland podcast also hit us up on Twitter. You can find them at DTN Podcast. And they said, uh, the holidays at Disney are when we have created some of our most cherished memories. This time of year will always be special to us. Thank you, Brandon and yes. Catherine. So I believe you have a couple more over there, Michelle, to get to. I do, I do. And, and I'm just amazed by how many people really yes. you know, shared their things with us because it means a lot. It, it does. really does. So, it does. Um, But yeah, rounding off the corner here, we have a few more. So Cam Ray, uh, who can be found on Twitter, at Cam Ray, said, Merry Christmas. We spend many holidays at Disney. We go to spend the last Christmas of the holiday lights in Hollywood Studios a few years back, and it was magical. Back when they still had the Osborne family lights. Right, yeah, right. right. Oh, that was totally amazing. I never got to experience it, but I heard it was... Oh, I've seen pictures. It right. looks spectacular. Right. And, and we're right there. We're the same year... Um, my niece Nicole and I got to experience that oh, too. How nice. I how know, fun. I know. It's really cool. fun. Cool. Um, Jocelyn, who is on Twitter at Disney Gratitude One. Drop the E, add the one. That's right. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> uh, and we appreciate She's always a good supporter great, of us. Yeah. We really she's appreciate wonderful. it. Mm-hmm. Uh, she wrote, We love everything about the holidays at Disney World, but especially the feeling of being home for the holidays. 
The sights, the sounds, and the food truly make it the most magical place during the holiday season. Mm-hmm, for sure. Exactly. And last but not least, Scott in Minnesota sent us a, an email, said, Is your Disney holiday wish simply to be able to go to Disney sometime in the near future? That would be my Disney holiday wish. Yes. Agreed. And, yes. And uh, he <laughs> hit us up. He's a newsletter subscriber when we were still th- contemplating this being our, our uh, Disney holiday wish episode. So that's why he kind of responded that way. But right. it's still well said uh, because it is. I think it's uh, our holiday wish for everybody that you all get the chance to experience Disney for the holidays right. and the future. And that, you know, everything is better in this world that it's easy for us to do so so i know yes i think that that is very true and like you said everything that we've talked about is our wish right Mm -hmm. that you know we can be back with family with friends and to share the holidays in a you know more intimate experience than what right now we're able to do even though we're all plugging through trying to do the best yes it's exactly what we're doing and we're making the best of it best of this holiday season and it won't be long next year it's going to be um you know i mean look you know even with everything said that's happened this year i I think you know this year we've still made the best of it we could you know and i think next year is going to be phenomenal we are going to party like crazy next year when we finally can safely and we're going to have the best holidays ever in 2021 i really believe so i agree with you and you know it there's been some real silver linings that through this situation this year that we've gained some positives you know, kind of like the time that we were at the very Merry Christmas party and it just mm-hmm. poured and poured <laughs> and poured. And one would think that would be a really bad experience. And yet we, we were able to enjoy some things that we wouldn't have had the rains not really you know, drop down. That's extremely true. So, so very true. So, uh, thank you to everybody who chimed in with us. We we love you all. We appreciate you all wishing you all a very happy holidays. If you, uh, didn't get a chance to chime in this week and you still want to, uh, we will put it in an upcoming episode. Just tell us, uh, what Disney at the holidays mean to you and we'll share it on an upcoming show. But in the meantime, a very, very happy holidays to you all. that was a lot of fun i'm so glad it was so nice everybody to chime in on that that was so great and they all had such wonderful touching things to say and you know it's all fun stuff about disney at the holidays right and kind of reminded us of some things that we didn't talk about that you know it's like oh did we take that for granted darn glad they brought it up again (laughs) that's why we have you You guys always always keep us in check cover cover everything we've missed so uh let's get to our disney stories of the week i have a few for you this week uh we now know when a guest favorite springtime festival will be kicking off at the walt disney world resort Yay. yay This from the Disney Parks blog. It may be chilly outside now. Is it chilly outside now? It looks a little warm out here in Southern I know, California today. Today's pretty nice yeah. going up to 80. Who <laughs> knew? <laughs> uh, but a hint of spring is in the air as Epcot prepares for the Taste of Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival beginning on March 3rd hey. of 2021 at the Walt Disney World Resort. Uh, the garden, it'll have garden fresh cuisines, creative gardens, and unforgettable topiaries. Uh, this vibrant festival continues the, uh, excuse me, combines the freshest 
uh, flowers and flavors from around the world. It's one of our favorites. I it mean, really is. Yeah. I think we think the arts festival, which is coming up here soon, mm-hmm. is probably the most underrated. Right. But I, I would argue that maybe our favorite um, of the festivals mm-hmm. is the Flower and Garden Festival. Right. Agreed. You know, um, it, it is, you know, vi- so visually spectacular as well as having some wonderful foods. Uh, again, from a personal perspective, it was something my mom and I would do a lot. Um, and I'm glad it's early this time because when you go in May, sometimes it can get really humid. Yeah. <laughs> So being able to go earlier in the in the season and really be able to just to have a little bit more um, environment comfort is really nice. Not only that, it's going longer this year. I right. mean, it's going to be a very long, uh, it's going to actually be running all the way through July 5th. Wow. Yeah. So um, you, you're you going to have plenty of opportunities mm-hmm. uh, to get out there. And maybe if you want to wait some of this out that's going on right now, mm-hmm. you know, until later in the year, um, you still may have a chance to to check out the, uh, the Taste of Epcot International Flower and Garden festival uh, you will need a valid park admission just mm-hmm. like he did for you know for anything else and as of right now they haven't changed this you still will need a park reservation for epcot to go right. there or if they continue if you have a park hopper option if they do have that park hopper availability right we'll see what happens as the year progresses with that if you can mm-hmm. pop over there later sure. on in the day so um lots of stuff's going to be going on throughout it guests will be delighted to hear their favorite care or excuse me hear their favorite character oh <laughs> I should read the whole sentence before I speak. <laughs> uh, guests will be dying to hear their favorite character. Topiaries are coming back. I'm like, wow, are the topiaries singing to us? Uh, oh, boy. Oh, wow. Um, from Mickey, Donald, and friends to Remy, Anna, and Elsa, Lady and the Tramp, Figment, and more, our Disney horticulture team is busy planting, uh, pruning, and planning how the uh, now for the kaleidoscope of bright blooms floating uh, garden scattered throughout Epcot with each one making a perfect backdrop for family photos. Uh, there'll be 20, more than 20 delectable stops around World Showcase mm. as they have their festival outdoor kitchens again, um, offering a smorgasbord of flavors. Gardeners of all ages will be invited to participate in Spike's Pollen Nation Exploration, which Ooh. is a springtime scavenger hunt starring Spike, the buzziest <laughs> honeybee in Walt Disney World. <laughs> And guests will be on the lookout for <laughs> festival-specific merchandise throughout the park. So that's exciting. Looking yes. forward to it. And the fact that it's running, I think we have uh, something possibly where we might be out there in late June. Mm-hmm. So right now, we yeah. might still, when I was first thinking about this, I was like, we probably won't see any of the Flower and Garden right. Festival this year. But we may be able to catch the tail end of it Yay. after all. So exactly. that's kind of cool. Have fun. If that all works out as planned, as uh, many of the things we have planned for 2021 <laughs> are, if they all worked out as planned. Right. Uh, so moving on to the next story, also from the Walt Disney World Resort, there's a little piece of nighttime pageantry that's getting set to return there. This so is exciting. I was really excited to see this. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was from a Disney Parks blog Facebook page posting. Uh, the electrical water pageant will soon make its return Yay. to the waterways of the Walt Disney World Resort. Guess the Disney Resort Hotels along Seven Seas Lagoon and Bay Lake will once again have the chance to see the twinkling nighttime musical processional that's enchanted onlookers since 1971. It's something we always, I mean, we've sat out there when we've been at Bay Lake Towers right. on our balcony and like just every night we look, oh, it's that time. Right, Let's head exactly. out and check it out. It's mm-hmm. so fun. Right, right. Or other, you know, times that we've spent at the uh, campgrounds where we've gone to, you know, the beachfront area and watched as well. Yeah, but. It's the best. It's right. so, well, I, I don't want to build it up to people if yeah. you haven't seen it. It's, it's just 
quirky. quirky fun. Yeah. yeah, it's cute. Yeah. So uh, no official date has been announced, at least as of uh, today when we're recording this episode uh, for its return. But it's something to look forward to, especially if you have an upcoming stay planned at the, the Grand Floridian, the Polynesian, the Contemporary uh, Wilderness Lodge mm-hmm. or at Fort Wilderness. But you can always uh, check it out, even if, as you're departing uh, the Magic Kingdom. Right, it'll, right. You know, it'll be out there in the Seven Seas Lagoon for you. So it's always a lot of fun. Yeah, it's just kind of a nice way to like end the night and say, OK, now we're done. And it's time to go to bed and start another fun Get day. Geared up for the next fun day yeah. out of the parks or whatever you're planning on doing. So, finally, just one little piece of Star Wars news for you. Ming Na Wen, who you may know mm-hmm. as Mulan, among right. other things, who uh, we've recently seen and uh, we've been enjoying on The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. By the way, the final episode of season two of The Mandalorian, the season. Uh, Ender there. Mm-hmm. What is what an episode that was. We're not going to spoil it for you, but holy cow. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Michelle doesn't want to say much more about it because she's know. afraid she'll spoil it oh, all. That's right. Uh, anyway, what a great season, though. It was a great season for sure. Looking forward to season three uh, very much. So, anyway, uh, she's been playing sharpshooter and assassin Fennec Shand mm-hmm. on The Mandalorian. Uh, and she announced that she'll be reprising that role in the upcoming animated series, Star Wars The Bad Batch. So, nice. the, uh, the, the one that we've seen a little piece of. Right. We saw The Bad Batch. Uh, in uh, season seven, the, the final season of the Clone, Clone Wars, Wars, the first mm-hmm. few episodes of season seven, and then they announced that they're going to have the series. We saw during Disney Investor Day a mm-hmm. brand new trailer for it, which is fantastic. And people kind of picked out, looking at that trailer, like, that looks like Fennec in this trailer. Wow. And so she went on uh, StarWars.com for an interview with her, and she said, do you know how long I've had to keep silent about <laughs> Fennec coming back? She asked, uh, she said, this is the first time I've been able to talk about it. Um, this was after, this is from, again, StarWars.com. After the scissor reel for the upcoming Star Wars animation project was revealed last week, when still had to stay mum for a few more days, Filoni told her, her response Dave, quote, this is a quote. Dave, if you wanted to keep it secret, you shouldn't have put me in the trailer, end quote. Uh, she so goes, true. She goes on to say, everybody is saying they uh, just want the confirmation. So, yes, it is Fennec. It's a younger Fennec, and she is voiced by me, and I'm thrilled and beyond happy that Dave wanted to create more of a backstory for her, end quote. Yeah. So, that's great. It we, is. We've loved Meg Nam Wen, uh, whether, of course, as Mulan. Right, the original. Right, but also in uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. She was great in that as well, and now it's great to see her as part of the Star Wars universe as well. Right, yeah, definitely. Definitely. She's, you know, such a versatile actress and it's great to be able to keep enjoying her, her talents coming out there. Right. And she's a Disney legend. As that's well. right. So, so that's it for the Disney stories of the week. I would never leave you without giving you some sort of tip that might help you on your next vacation. And we always start with Michelle one, because she has the best holiday spirit. <laughs> she I has the best list. She's wonderful. She's gorgeous. She's smart. She's hardworking, Ooh. but more than important than anything else, she always has the best tips. So let's, <laughs> get to it here's michelle's tip of the week oh thank you so my tip is you know just kind of a little one and and it's it may sound cliche and people have talked about this but um speaking from experience and and i feel it's the the tip is really become familiar with the my disney experience app before a trip and you know 
I've used it before at both, you know, both parks, uh, you know, I mean, both coasts, I should say. And I, you know, feel like I have some familiarity, but there are, you know, things that change, especially right now with as they, you know, roll new things out or make, you know, changes to see how things work, that it's really important to get you know, acclimated to how to use that. And I, again, I know that sounds cliche, but speaking from experience, been at the parks and frustrated trying to walk and (laughs) do the app and, you know, almost bumping into strangers or, you know, and then just feeling that frustration, but there's, you know, they continue to have new things that, that make it better and easier to access a lot of the services you'd want to experience at the at the parks you know um, it gives you the opportunity to play games I mean there's just so many great things about it Um, but you know we could be telling a story about how to get into the rise of the resistance uh, uh, you know queue and that could change so becoming familiar and the best part about it is before a trip it just gets you more in the mood and ready and excited for that trip. But it it is something that if you've used it before, please understand that it does change. They do (laughs) update how they're handling certain situations. And so becoming familiar will make that transition into your next trip much easier. Yeah, it's a great tip. Michelle's tips always the best <laughs> tips. Uh, really, and you like like she's mentioning, you can just be sitting at home, uh, getting ready for your trip and going through the app. Yeah, you can't do everything that you can do while you're there, but you can get uh, kind of acclimated to it, like Michelle's mentioning, right. and kind of have an idea where things are. So when you get there, you aren't just doing a lot this long lengthy search, right? Trying to find these things that you need to know. You're like, oh, I saw where that was when I was doing my little prep work at home exactly. before we headed out, and that will save you so much time and make things so much easier for you. Yeah. And, you know, if you haven't been in the parks in a while, there are some really great things that, you know, they they have put into place, again, to make things easier. And just, you know, one little example, I'm sure many of you have heard about this, is, but, you know, like if you haven't been able to get your favorite uh, table service reservation during your 60-day advanced dining reservation window, you could possibly find something on the spot on that day, you know, or if you're, if you don't have a reservation and you just want to find some place right now that may not necessarily have to be a, a fast food, you can, that's readily at your fingertips. I mean, there's just so many helpful tools to, you know, knowing that we don't have some of the same uh, access to some of the same things, you know, like fast pass plus or anything like that, but just some things that can right. really help you out to make that trip more enjoyable, but having that skill set already in place before your trip is really going to make a difference. Yeah, really will save you some time and make things so much less stressful for right. you. So Michelle's tip, uh, always yeah, the best yeah. tip. Uh, my tip is just a really quick one here. And we heard earlier from uh, Jacqueline, mm-hmm. you know, about uh, that that two-week period kind of right after Thanksgiving right. was kind of the best time, especially at the Walt Disney World Resort, mm-hmm. to explore, you know, when the crowd, you still get all that holiday spirit and everything's right. there, but the crowds are a little low or before it's you know after the Thanksgiving holiday when the crowds are high it's before the main Christmas holiday mm-hmm. New Year's before the crowds are high but I want to suggest another uh, time period that is also a great time to get a little holiday cheer to check out some of the holiday decor some of the great um, overlays that they mm-hmm. have or whatever that is also um, frequently pretty uncrowded if that's a word um <laughs> less they're less crowds yes yeah um and that is actually the first week 
after New Year's right. in January. Now, a lot of these holiday decor, they don't just, you know, at New Year's, they don't take going to January 2nd <laughs> and they just start ripping everything down. It's not all gone in one night. Right. A lot of times, a lot of that decor will be there for up to a week afterwards. Right. Um, and, and the overlays can be there for that long. Sometimes they're even there for like two, three weeks mm-hmm. afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, pay attention to what's out there on the My Disney Experience right. app or on the websites or whatever to see how long they last. But I mean, again, you want to go to Disney if you can uh, when others aren't there, you know, and right. the holidays, lots of people get time off. And so sure. they, they, that's why the crowds are so large is because they take advantage of that time off. Right. Kids have time off, whatever. And then they go to the parks that one week right afterwards, people are getting back to work and everything. It opens up. The crowds are very light. The weather is wonderful. The decorations are still mostly there. And you can kind of extend your holiday season into January yes. by a week. And I uh, really take advantage of, uh, of that, uh, that period of time when not as many people are going. Yeah, that's a very good point. Great tip. That is so true. And, and you know, then you, you do have the less crowds, but still have the, the enjoyment of catching those uh, special holiday touches. Right. And if you're going to the Walt Disney World Resort this year, um, you, you, you extend your trip a little bit longer. You can even blend it right into the uh, Festival of the Arts. Right. And Epcot, uh, Taste of Epcot International Festival of the Arts. So uh, you can actually add that in too for more fun. So that's it for this week. Next week, well, we have something on the calendar again. Um, <laughs> but I think, and it's actually a topic we do plan on doing, but right. I think we're going to push it back a little bit because Ooh. I just, I want to do something else with that one. I'm not quite ready for that All topic right. with a busy holiday week That's that we true. have coming up. I want to be able to really, I think it's going to be a research topic and mm-hmm. obviously Michelle does great research, <laughs> but I want to be able to do some as well. And yeah. I just think this now week that, might yeah, be a little. Especially since that one contains music. Right. This one might be a little crazy. So I'm going to push that one back a little mm-hmm. bit. So uh, we'll be coming up with a topic this week and the, the first people that will find out about it will be those of you who subscribe uh, to the newsletter and we'll let you know all about it uh, there as for today's show we appreciate that you joined us today in the future you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts however the very best place to find us is on our own website hyperionadventurespodcast.com and while you're there you can sign up for our newsletter and know that we do not share that information with anybody it is just our use to be able to connect with you. That's it. We don't, when this echoes true with everything we do, we don't mm-hmm. share our information with anybody else out there. We're not trying to collect things and sell your names or your emails off right. to anybody. We just want you to be part of this Hyperion Adventurer family and, and, you know, be in the know of what's going on and, you know, the first to find out things and the first to give us input on things. Exactly. And that also is true for our Hyperion Adventures Disney Hall of Fame final ballot. Now, if you, if on there, uh, we have you if you want to enter and you don't have to enter in to win the, the prize package. You can vote without entering to win. Mm-hmm. But it does say, you know, give us your first name and your email address because we want to be able to contact you <laughs> if you win your prize package. Right. But we won't do anything with that either other than if you win, mail right. you your gift or your, your prize package. So just let you know that that's what's going on with that. So don't be afraid to, to enter in the information. But again, if you just want to vote and you know not enter, that's fine as well. Yes. 
And we just want to get everybody involved. It's a, just a fun little annual thing, that tradition that we've started. That's true. Very much so. And we got that episode coming up here. That'll be our first episode of 2021. We'll, be our, we'll finally yes. name all the new inductees into the Hyperion Adventures Disney Hall of Fame. And that'll be a lot of fun. So uh, please follow us on social media. We have a lot of fun on social media with a lot of people you've heard from already on this episode. Uh, we're on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. Please watch some of these episodes on YouTube as well. If you want to find us there, just do a search for Hyperion Adventures Podcast. Hit subscribe and you'll know whenever we have a new video. And if you ever want to contact us for any reason, hit us up at our Gmail account, Podcast at gmail.com. Right. We love hearing from you. And what we really do also appreciate uh, those of you who share about this podcast with your friends and families. And, and that's always been very uh, important to us. And we very, as I said, we very much appreciate that. And if you have the time to take a, give us a review, that's helpful as well. We'll read it on the air. So uh, get the chance. We'd appreciate those reviews as well. So uh, that's it. Uh, thank you for listening to the Hyperion Adventures podcast. Uh, very happy holidays to you yes. and your family. We hope it's a wonderful time of year getting together safely. And we look forward to sharing some more time with you again next week. Until that time, I'm Tom. I'm Michelle. And we hope that you have a magical holiday.